She Loves Herself with Jill Ritchie, showing you how to embrace vulnerability and unearth your power within. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of She Loves Herself, the podcast. And it's Monday, so it's a Monday love punch. And as I sit here on a Saturday afternoon pondering what I'm going to talk about today, um, it was a choice between a couple of things. And the thing I'm going to talk about, I wasn't going to talk about because there may be a bit of controversy around it. And I thought, you know what, keep it safe, you know, stick to what, you know, people are going to want. But then I thought, you know what, Jill, be true to yourself and go with your gut on this one. So last week was International Women's Day on the Monday. And I referenced it in last week's Monday Love Punch where I said, you know, ladies, get your power pose on. And then there was the Harry and Meghan interview which sparked a lot of controversy. And then towards the end of the week was the devastating news of Sarah Everard's death. And what happened on the back of that was just mind-blowing in terms of the, you know, the out, pours of messages around women's safety and being a woman and I saw a lot of memes coming out around you know women being heckled and walking home with their keys in their you know in their hands and between their fingers um with their you know trainers on to run you know, messaging, just having their phone ready, making a fake phone call, pretending. And as I read that, I thought, yep, 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 done it, done it, done it. I've done it as long as I can remember. I've done everything on that list. Made the phone calls, had the keys, been ready to run, heart racing. And, you know, it's really interesting and maybe a lot of women listening to this can resonate it was almost like that's just what happens. You know, it's just just not what happens as in being attacked. It's just what happens as, as a female. It's what we do to protect ourselves. It's like growing up. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's what we do. And I saw someone on the news saying it, it didn't shock her when she saw all these memes because it was just like, oh, yeah, that's what we've always done as, as a woman. And I thought, yeah, I get that. You know, I didn't look at that and think, oh my God, you know, like people are having to do that. I thought, oh God, yeah, yeah, that's 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 what we all do, right? Isn't that like just well known? And as devastating as that is, I really started to wonder why I didn't promote International Women's Day as much on Monday and it led me back to really do a bit of exploration around myself. Um, For the past year I've been working much more around healing 
um, doing a lot more deeper healing work. So I've been doing healing work for the past over three years now. But this last year, I've gone on another sort of journey of really looking at my ancestral bloodline, past life, regression, and really understanding my lineage and why I am the way I am. Now, what I mean by that is why am why am I the way I am? Felt really vulnerable for me to explore this past year because I've held a bit of shame around why I am the way I am. Now, you may be listening to this thinking, what do you mean why you are the way you are? I have been very in my masculine energy for a long time. I struggled to fully receive from a man. Now, this is really vulnerable for me to share this because there's maybe only three people in my life that know about this. And I could never understand why I was like that. You know, why do I struggle to receive from a man? Why does it make me think, oh my God, no way, I don't need a man. Now, surface level, I kind of understood it because I came from a single parent family, absent dad. Um, I have a stepdad, but he didn't actually move in with us until I was 18. And at which point I moved out. (laughs) Um, There was always this divide. You know, it was always my mum, my sister and I I got on with guys, you know, I had great friendships with guys and I used to have a great, great laugh, good fun. Um, But I was brought up, you know, to, to believe that I never needed a man in my life. And I actually wore that as a badge of honour because guess what? No one ever hurt me, ladies. No guy ever hurt me. You know, I was like, I don't need you. See ya. And it wasn't like that, you know, it was never, a, I was never bad with it. And I always attracted, like attracted guys. I was always in relationships. So I always went from one relationship to the next, to the next. But if I really reflect on it, there was always this part of me that held a bit back. And I, rem- I know where it came from though, because when I went in and did this work, I realized that like my mum always used to say, hold a bit back. No, never give your full self away to a guy, like always keep a bit back. Now this came from my mum's experience with my dad and the type of man he was, you know, he's, he passed away um, last year, but, but the type of man he was to her. And so she wanted to protect us. And so being a strong woman was like ah, this badge of honour. Like I was never, I never, was never a needy girl. And to be honest, I used to struggle with girls that were needy. I need a man. I'm like, what are you doing? That's so weak. Don't be fucking weak. Like you need a man, get a grip. Now, some of you, there's going to be a split camp listening to this because some of you are going to listen to this and go, yeah, well, I totally agree with you, Jill. Like, yeah, preach it, sister. But other other ones are going to be like, oh my God, that's that's crazy. Like that's so 
wild. But my beliefs of being a child and growing up, my programs were that you do not need a man. And actually, it's not safe because, you know, men can cheat and will hurt you and lie to you and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So that real divide of the male and the female, the masculine and the feminine. But interestingly, I predominantly carried all of my energy in my masculine. So I was very much in the doing, very much like independent. I don't need anyone. Yes, boom, 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 boom. But what that often left me with, often, I say often, always, a few years into any relationship that I was in, was me checking out. So I would check out of the, the relationship. Um, and I used to blame the guys because on the surface, the guy would stop showing up. He would, you know, be needy of me, but their his insecurities would then be projected onto me and he would maybe start to chip away at me or, you know, try and make diggy comments or... You know, not all the time, but, you know, a few relationships I've had like that. But what did I do? I was like, you know, you won't speak to me like that. Goodbye. You know, so I would just be like, right, hit the pavement. (laughs) Get your jacket and hit the pavement. And all the while I'm thinking, yeah, well done, Jill. You know, no one took the piss out of you there. Thank you. See you later. And then on to the next one. And then a few years later, the same thing would happen again. And I'm like... Here we go again. What is wrong with these men that can't handle a strong woman? Yeah, okay. So listen, they've got their stuff, right? We've all got our stuff to deal with. But I went to a coach last year and she called me a frog farmer. She said, you know, you you turn princes into frogs and it triggered me so much. I went to her because she was all about being in the feminine and and I thought right she's opposite of me so I need to work with her but it triggered me because when I saw her and listen she was amazing at what she did but what I realized was that it it just it it just didn't click with me I watched I, I saw a lot of women who are really into their their feminine power which is awesome but they were so far removed from where I was that they were like you know touching their breasts and it was all about pussy power and like naked dancing and I just thought no no like I can't cope with women like that oh my god so you know I knew that I had to do work on myself so anyway eventually I managed to do some work on this and I'm still doing work on this, but I realized where so much of this came from and how I could actually heal myself. Creating a war almost though in the past of the masculine and the feminine divide. You know, seeing men seeing us as different and us seeing men as different I just really understand now being a mum of two boys that I don't want that divide. Not all men are bad. Like, not all women are. I have worked in corporate environments where I've worked with amazing male bosses and I've worked with, you know, 
great female bosses as well. But I've also worked with absolute nightmare female bosses that are so in their masculine, that are so disconnected from feeling and their own feminine energy that they just cannot give anything to you as a woman. woman. So it's like this bloody pool and this dance of, you know, who's going to be the most masculine, who's going to um, break first. And I just, it's such a war. I think that if we are all honest with ourselves, we need to take personal responsibility instead of creating more of a war against men. As a mum of two boys, I don't want that. I don't want my boys growing up in a world where men are looked at as sleazies, as bad people. I don't want that. Surely it's down to us, you know, if you're a parent or, you know, if, if you're an adult doing that inner work to do that healing work on yourself to understand, you know, what you can do to transform to change to create change in this world in this lifetime because let's be honest whilst men can wolf whistle and heckle and a lot of the time it is in banter right listen let's be honest I'd say probably about 90% of it that I've experienced is in banter right I'm not saying that makes it right you know there's probably some people listening to this saying oh that doesn't make it right I'm not saying it's right but I've also probably experienced more damage internally and my low self-worth and my lowest points by what women have said about me and how women have made me feel, not men. So there's work to be done on both for sure. And ladies, if you are being completely honest with yourself, can you honestly sit there and say that you've never shamed a woman for how she's shown up, whether that's, you know, looking sexual, whether that's having sex with lots of men, have you? can you honestly say you've never shamed a woman? I have felt more shame from women than men. And that's the truth. Now that might be controversial and I know that it might trigger people, but that is my opinion. And that's only one opinion. And I could listen to someone else that's experienced something completely different and I will hold that space for them without judgment and I ask that you don't judge me for that either there's good and bad you know without bad there would be no good you know everything has an opposite everyone has an opinion and it doesn't make my opinion doesn't make me wrong your opinion doesn't make you wrong it's an opinion and if we can start holding space and doing that inner work for ourselves, first of all, and then understanding that there's just a difference of opinion with other people and people show up differently. I just think that it would be a lot easier than creating more of a divide, this women against men and all men are bad. It it makes me sad being a mum to two boys that that's what's happening now. 
Women should never feel unsafe. Of course they shouldn't. Have I felt unsafe before? So many times. Is it wrong? Yes, it's wrong. But I'm sure there's men out there that have also felt unsafe and unsupported and unloved. You know, we are one. We are one. Take personal responsibility for what you do, whether you're a male, female, whatever whatever it is, whatever you identify with. Take personal responsibility for how you are showing up. Often when we project anger at things, it's because it's reflecting something back to us that we need to work on in ourselves. And going back to last Monday's episode around triggers, Let's not create a war. Let's do the inner work. Because if every person did the inner work and took personal responsibility for themselves and for how they show up and heal themselves, heal their traumas, past mistakes, whatever it is that they've made or done or haven't done or any shame that they're holding on to, let's not project shame onto anyone else. Let's not project shame onto all men because often when we're shaming other people, we're shaming ourselves. Let's focus on who you are, what you're doing and the part that you are playing. Create a safer space for all beings, not just women, but men, children, everyone. A little bit deeper for a Monday, but I feel like I wanted to say this, I didn't have to, I wanted to. And as always, it's said with love. And the more work I do, I may change my view and change my opinion, but that's all it is. It's an opinion that can change in the blink of an eye. Do the work, send yourself love, and then send love to others. Have an awesome Monday.